Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Caffeine Before Bed. I am joined by Sean Brown and Andrew Lecce. Once again, boys, say hi. Hello. So, how are you, fine gentlemen, today? Doing all right. I'm rather I'm ill. Eating cheese, so. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of ill at the moment. Shredded cheese. Why are you eating shredded cheese? I'm, because I can. Do you okay, we gonna no, have problems? I'm just, no, I'm, I'm just sorry to hear you're sick. By the yeah, way, what happened? Uh, AIDS. <laughs> yeah, there's a sickness that's been going around uh, at school and everything, so it makes things rather lovely. So yeah, Zachary had the flu this well, weekend. Like thrown nice. out this weekend, so it's great. Yeah, we've actually yeah. had. I think a because cause school has been pretty pretty ill for the last week or two we've actually set a canadian record for the uh the most cases of something like the flu i don't know what it's actually called but most cases on record in a oh. single season so far so nice so you're saying an american went to canada and broke a record proving once again america on top yep pretty much nice. although i didn't i didn't i wasn't part of that, that demographic i was i had a little head cold yeah, oh, and on a, Wednesday with us about it. Got a got a bunch of music. I had a fever for like a couple hours in the middle of the night, but I got over it because I'm a freaking legend. You said I'm built different. Yep. Drink this is what milk you see. The, it off. The pe- yeah, exactly. You drink milk, you sleep it off, and when you're a kid and you you know lick the lick the dirt and everything, it builds your immune system oh, really yeah, good. Exactly. So. I didn't do that enough, and now I get sick way more than I should. Maybe it's also because you weigh like ten pounds. So maybe. Could also be part of it. However, I need to. I need to change that. But people act like it's easy. Like just eat, bro. But I, I eat. A, 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 I. There is a lot of consumption of food. Yeah. And it ain't. It ain't. It ain't doing that. So. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting booger bear because I was like that a while ago. Like probably back mm-hmm. when I was your age, actually, no. I tried to I tried to bulk up, and it just did not work for me. So I think once I gave it, steroids. yeah, actually, I am on all of the drugs. No, but I I don't know if it was a factor of time or if I was just eating right, like I had mm-hmm. enough calories yep. and I was eating a lot of protein and whatever, drinking and then working enough, out nope. consistently. Well, yeah. I've been drinking. A lot That's of the big thing. I don't work out as consistently as I should. Yeah. That's honestly part of the part of getting big. Otherwise, your waistline expands and none of the rest of you expands. Yeah. I'm trying I did not do, to do, do a half a mile in a t shirt in uh, 20 degrees tonight. So Nice, nice. Not too bad, you know? You got little diamond cutters when you're done with that, I'll bet. Yeah. And, and um, it was in terrible. I, I was wearing my vans, which are a terrible running shoe and should never oh, be yeah, used no support on there. asphalt. So there was. There was no support. My feet really hurt after that one. Yeah, that's that's something. How long did it take you? Half a mile, you said? Yeah, but I don't know. I was with my brother um, in Crocs. We were running back from Grandma's place, so we, we didn't push it too hard because he was wearing Crocs, and we were on a road with no light and weren't too keen on getting run over. Fair enough. But Fair probably, probably, I don't know, five minutes, not quite. Four, four and a half. Okay, nice. I've, I've I've worked up to two and a half miles. I can jog now. Oh, that's very not, good. That's, yeah, that's, that's one of the few one of the things that I don't do a whole lot because I train for strength and for hypertrophy. Yeah. 
So I lift things really heckin' good. Yes. But running, like I can run for for a mile or two, but yeah. it's not it's not my specialty for sure. But see, I can actually run and run a decent distance, so it's more rewarding to do that than to lift weights where I can't lift anything. You know, so I'm just more motivated to to run. I guess is what I'm saying. That's fair. So the question that I would like to present to you, fine gentlemen, because. Uh, we'll give a little context to this for the viewers, uh, and we will branch out. So, so don't don't feel like we're going to be pigeonholed in this one particular element of the question going off. But oh, man. yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spread it out. But due to recent announcements based around the uh, long-running video game Apex Legends, the three of us oh, at baby. least have have <laughs> decided to kind of back off the game and let it kind of peter out and run its course because it does seem to be doing that on its own. So I would like to put forth the question of A, why what is the what is kind of your guys' reasoning behind leaving the game? And then what do you see as dying points for games in general or dying points for franchises? What kills stuff? Yeah, so that that's uh well as you know I'm an expert on why things die. And um, especially in the video game worlds, it's really no one better to ask. This is all a joke. Um, anyways, it, it, the game is just, it's boring. It, it's just boring for anyone who's had, you know, more than 500 hours. It, it, it's gotten old and they haven't, the, the effort has, is the more hours I put into the game, the less effort I've seen put into the game. Uh, you know, the devs used to seem like they truly cared about the game, wanted it to grow. Now, now it seems like the exact opposite, which is typical of EA sucking the life out of everything for a quick buck. But, um, but you know, so so I I I don't know what kills games in general. So I was actually thinking about this some just the other day, and. How how do you keep a game alive for a long time, and how do you not do it? I think I think the main thing is is once you start putting, you know, I would rather make money than put effort into the game. Then that, that's going to kill it fairly quickly. That's what you see with Apex Legends. But what else are those driving points that that turn people away and turn people to other games? Yeah, that you know. I would also say that part of it, so part of the reason that we decided was just a little more context. Apex Legends is a first-person shooter game, uh, Battle Royale style. So there's not really space in the game for a lot of story or backstory. But then the devs it would push an agenda so hard on the players uh, by, you know, making the sexualities of of these characters very you know in your face and then they recently i believe they announced that they removed gendered voice lines mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like it's this like you don't need that in a game it's a you game about shooting game. people exactly. it's it's such it's such a superfluous thing that doesn't matter it doesn't impact the game and it can you not just have a game for the sake of a game and not be pushing an agenda the whole time? Exactly, and I'm not giving my money to a game studio 
that's not going to put that money into the game, but rather put it into promoting the woke agenda. So, you know, that's where I'm at. But the, the other thing is, like, you know, there's, there's, there's a lore in the game, you know, backstories, why certain characters do whatnot. And it used to be really good. And from be- the beginning of the game, there was, there's been a character or two that are, I guess, what, what's the term, non-binary or whatever. And, and everyone was aware of it, but they they didn't focus on that so much. That that was the entire personality of, of the character. So I think what, what proves that they've just gone completely off the deep end is the fact that, that they used to this used this was always a thing in the game, I guess. However, there was there was more to it. I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying, but um, Yeah, it wasn't the focal point. It, it was... wasn't the, the main selling point. It was just, and that's how you're going to, if your real focus is to normalize something like that, making it your main selling point, it's not going to work. And of course, it's all for money because that's all they're after, but, you know. Yeah. Although, with this, I would, there's a little bit of a a detour I'd like to take because Mm -hmm. I am, personally, I like things ending more than I like things beginning. And not in, like, I like to kill things, necessarily. But I like... To start something means you have to... Uh, you have to usually start from scratch. You're, you're starting with something new. There's change involved. You, you don't exactly have your feet under you. Some of the time you know what you're doing. Some of the time you don't. You're just kind of flying into it. Some but of the then, time you start but never finish. And then there's... When something ends, when it dies, or when you let it go, or whatnot... It's kind of the idea of live and let die. But Mm -hmm. then you know that there was something invested. There was something ventured and something gained. And so then that's the true power of an ending is there was something had in the middle. And I think that's more impactful, especially because letting go is easier is an easier change, I would argue, than diving into something new because you have all these memories, you have all these experiences. And I I, think that's about that. well, I don't think you struggle with letting go as much as some people. Um, that's true. Some people, and, and it's that's much harder thing. to let go. It's, it's a personal thing. Well, and it's also true with some things more than others. Like exactly. I will be the first to attest that I have had trouble letting go of some things far more than other things. So, you know, it's it's one thing to let go of playing a game. I and again, I've only invested, you know, a couple hundred hours in Apex. You guys have invested over a thousand. I know. But so, like, take the, if you take that as an example, there's obviously more to life. But you yeah, know, you, yeah. you invest something, and then at the end, you're like, that was a that was a phase. It was a stage, and there were memories made, and we invested into it, and we got stuff out of it, and that was fun. And then we close that, and we move on. And I think we, endings we, are so powerful in that way, personally. Exactly, endings are a really powerful thing, and you know they don't they don't end sweetly often enough. Really don't. No. That's true. Yeah. It's and I think that's another thing too that a lot of people deal with is when something is going to end, whether they acknowledge it or not, you know, they will let it end itself rather than them closing the book. And I think that can yeah. have an impact on things because if if something is going to stop being good for you or helpful or it's going to end in some way shape or form, 
if you are the one to end it, I feel like that will often have a sweeter taste in the end than if it ends itself. You know? It depends. You know, it depends on the thing. It doesn't apply to people. I will I will put that out there. <laughs> you know, I, I would say, you know, an ending is just another beginning, but that doesn't apply to people either necessarily. So but you know, I, I think me personally, I, I'm I can more easily dive into things than I can let them go. Um, but you know, you gotta you gotta realize that you, you do have to, to let things go and it may be hard when it's a thousand hours of your life and you met friends and spent more money than you should have and, and now it's all a dumpster fire, but that's the way life is. And it's not, it's not about the beginning and the end, it's about the memories we make along the way. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, you have this whole gig, I mean, I would have likely made this podcast you know, regardless, because I'm learning how to be a social media star. But the fact that you and Dallas and Bodhi came on the show and we've met you guys through you and Andrew meeting and playing Apex that one time. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Imagine where you'd be without me. That's it. I am going to leave that up to interpretation. <laughs> let's, 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 move, let's expound on it now. No, let's not. That's a terrible idea. But you know, I think the uh, the other thing to consider there is is the the lifespan of of video games. It's it's become increasingly hard to make a video video game that people will um will be popular for more than you know two years before people um in their short attention spans move on to something else. So that's true. Although I think there's a difference between something being popular and then something also remaining in the public eye, because I think yeah. that Apex has largely le largely left the public eye a while ago. Yeah, but then it's, because it's, we're the dedicated fans, we've kept it alive, and I do think it is. The, the numbers are still very healthy, um, especially when Warzone crashed not that long ago. Fortnite became a little less popular. The numbers. Have, have stayed steady for Apex Legends, but now you've got a bunch of new games that have hit the market. Warzone 2, um, which is a battle royale, so another direct competitor just came out. So, you know, I think that's one thing that kills a lot of games is just a brand new shiny competitor coming in and saying, well, we have this to offer. And now obviously that you can't, can't live on that success forever, but I think that's definitely part of it that's just unavoidable if you're running um, a, a video game. Is... But, but uh, interestingly enough, what you kind of pointed out there was you you mentioned new game releases, and I think that's that's interesting just because when I think of games that are popular, that are still popular, or that mm -hmm. are popular now in the, in the market, it's all story-based games. Yeah, like story God of War games. hit, and that was an absolutely smashing success because it had a good story, strong visuals, good core gameplay. Story then, games have made a comeback in the last year, I think. Like, because for a while, you know, a couple years ago, it was all battle royale was huge, but now I'm seeing story games again, a lot more popularity, I guess, and some soul, more Soulsborne style because Elden Ring came yeah. out and absolutely yeah. smashed a homer there, but then. I've been I went back and I bought Skyrim again, you know, a month or two ago. 
and I actually looked it looked up a little bit into it, not hardly much at all. Mm-hmm. But there is still Skyrim content being made on YouTube. There's still a dedicated oh, yeah. community. The, the, the... Sorry, I keep interrupting you. I, I just need to work on this. Right, continue. But it's it's interesting to see it. It's because it's ten years old now, ten or eleven years old. Yep, but eleven, it's, I think. Yeah, it's. I think it's eleven as well. But just to see a game, it's not like if you if you actually have if any of you have played it for any length of time, you'll know that it is far from a perfect game mechanically. There are so many glitches and bugs and and problems with yeah. it. Yeah, but it's 100%. such a lovable game. It like is. there's something intrinsically heartwarming about it and not just in the the quest lines and the performance of the game itself it's just the game in and of itself like separated from your character and from the storylines the game is just adorable in some there's way just that some I can't about it. Describe. yeah and there's there's games like that you don't get that with multiplayer experiences i don't think like i've not been doing often. another there's a few but yeah really rare much rarer another, than story games oh yeah another playthrough of um, rdr2 and I realized how much more enjoyable that is when you're playing by yourself than to to play some other a multiplayer game. Um, it's just it's just something about it. I, I, it's just it's really been enjoying it again over multiplayer games. Yeah, and I also think there's something to be said about uh, being being the main character or being in oh, yeah. control in a way that you're not in a multiplayer game. Yep. Because you know when we play Apex, it's the three of us sweating out of our minds, and we're not the we're we're decent players. We're all we're all relatively decent. I will be the first to admit that I am not the best on the team. Uh, but you have way less hours because you've been busy being responsible. So. Yeah, I have over like eleven hundred hours in this game. I'm at a thousand now, so yeah. And I yeah. kind of weird flex, it. but okay. Yeah. So. But even so, when it, when you're the main character and you're the strongest guy, that makes you feel better than being at the bottom of a rat race. Yeah, well, you're not always the strongest guy. Not yeah, always. but... Sometimes the strongest guy dies, and, and you have a cry about it. That's yeah. true. Then I speaking just of, speaking of which... Again, and I'm, I'm on the verge of tears, but anyways, continue, Andrew. There's, there's this, uh, there's one, uh, game that I've thought about getting recently. Uh, it's called, it's the game called Stray. Oh, uh, it's I've the cat it's one. Really yeah. good. The cat one. I've actually, like, really considered it because it looks really good. How much is I've it? I've heard it's really good. It's, it's 30 bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. It was on no, sale for, like, 20, not that long ago. Yeah, I just I'm basically just waiting for another sale. Yeah, that winter sale on Steam's coming up soon. Yeah, it's I'm gonna be I'm gonna get a lot of things. Let me Ooh, tell you, winter sale on Steam, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna end up getting a uh, one of the Destiny DLCs because nice, I'm actually nice. quite enjoying Destiny at this point in time. That's so. In contrast to kind of what we were talking about earlier with EA sucking the life out of their games. I am thrilled to see Rare doing such good things for Rare is one really of the well few really good studios, in my opinion, that's listening to their community and doing something about it. I, I really like what yeah. Rare has been doing. And I quality didn't, I, content, I didn't too. Quite quality see content. all that they updated, all that they talked about in their uh, Season and 8 Quality update. content and not charging you out the wazoo for it. 
Yeah, exactly. There'll be money. It's the to other thing. It's, it's back, it's back to the idea because yeah. they enjoy it. It's and back to the idea that making. you can spend sixty bucks on a game and get the whole game. Yeah, which which never happens which anymore. Which doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> which is actually another thing that was interesting because Pokemon. What's the new one that came out? Scarlet uh, and Violet, I think. Yep. Something like that. Anyway, it released so bad, almost unplayably bad, like at twenty FPS. Yeah. The yeah, it was Jeez. it was absolutely terrible. But then everyone was was huffing all this copium, like. You know, oh, it's day one. You know, it's it's. No, it's, it should be good day one. But like, it should it should be good. It should be fully good to go. But then people, game studios be have have been game. throwing out such unprocessed garbage day one, and Maybe then it gets good like, like a year later. That that's become the industry standard, and that's not acceptable. It's yeah. like this skit I saw. This was a while ago, but this guy's like, "Hi, mate. I'd like to buy this puzzle. It's all right." That'll be twenty dollars for the puzzle. Oh, and by the way, half the pieces are missing. Yeah. But don't worry, I'm gonna give them to you later. That's the mindset that's been adopted with releasing games, selling yeah. the puzzle even, without even with, all the pieces. Even with Apex, right? We've had the season Apex ten was probably the worst when it came out, and you couldn't play it for four or five days because everything was yeah, dead. Yeah, season yeah. six was equally bad in terms yeah. of playability. Yeah. Uh, the the releases were good when they pushed out a lot of content and tried to fix bugs and kind of has not done that anymore at all actually. So then, what are we, what are we enjoying now, gentlemen? Because I, you know, Sean was Destiny, mentioning honestly. Destiny, Destiny two, right? Not Destiny, Destiny one. Two. Destiny one is. I don't believe it's supported anymore. Is it not? I don't think multiplayer supported. How anymore. old is it? How old is Destiny one? It's like ten plus years old. Yeah. Okay. And, De- and how old Destiny is two. Like seven or eight. Okay. Wow. Really. All right. Nice. It's held up pretty well. And yeah. Sean, it's, you're, well, you're they keep RDR two. RDR two and Overwatch two have been the the ones that have really been playing a lot as of late. Yeah. But yeah, I have Overwatch and have not opened it. So I've, what's the what's the draw of Overwatch for you, Sean? Just the competitiveness. You get to be a big German guy who swings a hammer. Uh, valid. That's honestly the best argument I've ever argue heard. That for... that's a bad thing. No, yeah, that's the best argument. Especially I've ever heard when he screams, "Hammer down!" It's it's a good time. It's a good uh, time. Fair enough. No, I just I just enjoy. It's just like fresh. It's a different style than the the BR style. You know, five yeah. on five, hold a point, whatnot. Um, and it's still very infuriating from time to time. Of course, but it's also highly competitive. And and I do enjoy that. And Andrew, you'll have to remind me. Destiny Two is very cooperative most of the time, or at least how I've yeah. seen you play it. Most of the time, I well, yeah, it it's mainly cooperative. I usually play solo because I don't have people to play with. But but yeah, it's a it's a generally cooperative game. Um, Does it used to have a like a team deathmatch kind of thing? Like it still that does. Style? Oh, it still does. And then it, wasn't it there like a spark thing? And is that is that a is that a common thing or is it mostly just co op? Co-op? No, it's it's pretty common. There's so okay. they have there's the nice thing about Destiny is you have just since it's been out for so long they've had a lot of time to get a bunch of ideas. So they have they have like a three person short mission kind of thing. They have a four v four 
PvE, PvP thing. They have normal PvP. And then they have all your cooperative raids and dungeons and things. Yeah. So you have enough variety that it keeps it fresh, especially if, if you have people to play with. So that's why. Have either of you played God of War? Or God no, of I War? Have What's not. the new one? The God of War? The new War. one is God of War Ragnar- Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yep. Is it Ragnarok? Is that really the only one? That- oh my goodness. Because there's God of War 2018 and then God of War 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. The God of War 2018 was it? I know which one was it. God of War 2018 did really well. It did really well. They've all done really well. But I've watched videos on it on the 2018 one, I think, and then the most recent one. And I will say, the thing with that franchise is, I you just don't see as much in games as watching videos. At least it it makes you want to be there. The immersion is just so good. I, I think a Sea of Thieves. The Red Dead Redemption games and God of War for more recent games, you know, and some of those are older releases, but more recent games that have really been down the immersion and making you want to want to be there. There's just I something think, about it. Yeah, there's. So I was talking with actually a friend friend of mine up here about this. I am an absolute sucker and a half for Nordic stuff. I love Norse yeah. mythology. I love the Norse stuff, and to see. I've watched some moist critical uh, videos on the God of War. I watched like, a few mm-hmm. of his playthrough videos on yep. the newest one, Ragnarok. And the game itself is... This is one of the things that I have against normal game campaigns, especially Titanfall 2. It wasn't mm-hmm. well written. It was a fun campaign, like mechanically. Yep. But, but it just writing. wasn't... The writing was, was Wait, C Titanfall or D tier. Yeah. The writing isn't great. But the God of War Ragnarok, oh, so it was emotion. I feel there was I emotion, know. fantastic quotes, great lines, it dynamic characters, real. and and I love the Norse setting as well. It's it's fantastic. But then the characters are so not just relatable because there are some that are more relatable than others. Obviously, you're not probably going to relate to the stoic God of War as much as as much as you would not like you, because but... he's a freaking legend. But you it's, like to imagine you do. And yeah, oh, 100%. But he's a, such a cool character that you can see as a living, breathing character that's not just, you know, the pilot that goes around. and Yeah, and the, the, the voice, line, like, it feels like a real character rather than a video game character. Oh, 100%. Interesting. I, would, I know. This is one of the things I thought about when I was watching the playthrough. I would pay double a movie ticket price to watch a god of war movie if they exactly. came out with one and made it that exactly. well 100 percent, 100 percent. would i do that and and i know i rave about rdr2 way more than i should and you're probably sick of it and it's kind of the same thing if if i i i am a sucker for like wild west you know pioneer days of america thing <laughs> i i love the thought so when i play that game it was just absolutely fantastic and it's just the the emotion in the uh the characters like they're the real characters you know interesting it's it's just it's the same kind of thing you know i, I first of all already enjoy it but it feels like like i'm playing oh, a real character like there is this is a realistic i mean with god of war obviously that it's not realistic that you're like that but it's a realistic like conflict that the character may be having i guess you know real emotion and and you just don't see that like with titanfall 2 which i love very much it just doesn't have that same level of of emotion like you're talking about it's as good as a game as as i think it is 
there's just there's something about the uh God of War and RDR two. Interesting. Or what's a game like that for Remember, you? Remember, I used to always quote Chicken Sandwich, which isn't a real line in the game, but it was a video meme with a BT. We're going oh, to Wendy's yeah, Pilot Chicken Sandwich. Chicken sandwich. I, I yeah, I that. yeah. Uh, BT is fantastic. Um, he was well written. Yeah. BT was well written, but he was one of the only well written characters. Andrew, yeah, Andrew. Is, there, is there a game like that for you? Something that really tickles your pickle? I don't know. Your mother. Uh, I'm not sure if there is or not. Do you just not play story games at all? Uh, you got it. We got to get it. Oh, what was the, what was the one with the? Oh, it was the one you were telling me about. I'm not gonna remember the name of. Oh, it had I mean, the snowy place. There was one. Yeah, there was one recently that I really enjoyed. Um, which has which was had some of the best mechanics in a game I've seen and one of the greatest stories. Celeste. It was a platformer that I played. Oh, oh that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, Celeste. It's. It's a platformer, 2D platformer, uh, that covers the story of this girl who tries, who's trying to climb this, like, mysterious mountain because, you know, she's looking for something to prove or, you know, something along those lines, right? But um, the the thing about it is that it's, it's obviously not just a mountain. There's There are mystical and supernatural things, but the mechanics are... Are very can be very fine. It can be very fine tuned, and and the story you really get drawn into the characters. And one of my favorite things about that is uh, the main character. So who you play as meets this other person climbing the mountain uh, called Theo, and Theo has this Instapix account, right? And they give you the his tag for his Instapix account, and so if you look it up on Instagram, that is the creator's account that is it's it's like as the person and the pictures they post in game are the pictures on that person's account which i thought was really cool a sick detail yeah so it, the the little things like that no it, it's the, it's the core gameplay and story that make it great but it's the little things that really make you love the it things that make you love it that's true and so I would also like to point out the inverse of this because I've played a lot of great games and I've also I've taking a class right now called it's a 300 level class called interactive storytelling. Yeah. Where we study um interactive storytelling in games and then we also make our own interactive games. And I had to play a few games for this class. One was Journey, which I quite liked. That was a it's a, it's a staple of the gaming nice. world at this point. Yeah. Uh, but then I also had to play Gone Home, which I did not like, and I re- did not like recently, Gone Home. I did not like Gone Home, and then most recently I had to play Immortality, which mm. has only gotten brilliant reviews from people, and I can't stand it. It's a super. Don't get me wrong. It is an incredibly interesting game concept because uh, it is live action. It is, yeah, it is yeah, live action. What immortality is it? I've okay. heard the name, so but I don't really know. It is an incredibly complicated storyline. I have read two different synopses and a video essay out trying to explain Ooh, it, and I still cool. don't understand it. Like, legitimately, I am not a stupid person. I'm very competent, and I yeah. still cannot understand this. Yeah. This. this oh, oh, it's on Steam. It's this. It's just immortality. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a live-action game 
that goes I through movie clips that you scrub through to find I details see, yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. And it can it can be if you speed run it and look stuff up, you can get stuff you can get the game done in like two and a half hours. But mm -hmm. full if you find everything in the game, it'll take you twenty to fifty hours. So there's that's a lot it. of content. Well but done. It is and it's really well programmed. Like the the singular mechanic in the game is would be difficult to code. But it is not a fun game. There's no feeling of progress. There's just confusion. There's an absolutely... There's a unit of a content warning at the beginning because it is just an absolute festival of debauchery. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. But so it's, it's not a fun game. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game, not a fun. It game. appeals to well, a it's, different. It's an place. interesting. It's a interesting concept. I just think their story and mechanics were terrible. But the yeah. I, the idea of a, a live action story game could be interesting. But it the only thing you can do with live action, it would be a choose your own adventure kind of thing because you would yeah. have to record everything beforehand. But it's it's um. It makes you almost appreciate how hard it is to nail down good mechanics, good story, and... And then an actually like, enjoyable game. Like, graphical, you know, visual visuals. To get all three of those, you know, do them all well. Like, there's so many games, you know, the mechanics are so good and the story's terrible. Or the story's really good, but the mechanics are terrible and it's visually... It makes you want to throw up. So right. it's it's actually it's more difficult than you than you'd think it would but be. Balance it nicely, so right? Can, uh, but then you also get down. some of these absolute slam dunks of games when they like hit, Elden they Ring, hit hard, and yeah. and Hollow Knight, and all these oh, things. That Hollow are, Knight was a beautiful game. Yeah, it's like these are pretty oh. games. They're Did you ever really play it, Jackson? I didn't. I had I've watched oh. stuff for it, but Yo, I haven't actually played should. it. It's really I should. Good. It's really good. How long did that take you to beat? I didn't finish it because I ran out of free Xbox Game Pass. Oh, yep, that'll do it. See, so we've we've talked about then great games. How to make a game great, but what what do you? And I was mentioned something this earlier as for you, Jackson. But what do you do? What do you do that kills your game faster? You don't listen to the people, and you don't fix glaring issues. Right, right. Yeah. For for like a game, whether that's, um, whether it's uh, you know, multiplayer or single player. If you're not if you're not fixing the glaring yeah. issues, then then there's going to be a problem. But I feel like there's this balance act of listening to the community and doing exactly what they want, but also keeping the game new and fresh. Well, no, no, no I agree. I agree. There's, there's like... But at the but at the same time, it's it's not just listening to the community and doing what they want, but it's listening to the community to see what you can base things off of. Yeah. You know, not necessarily yeah, but... do what they want, but but see what they're interested in so maybe you can create a new idea that has a relation to that, you know? And I've, I've found that it's, what part of the community are you listening to? Like with the one, oh, sure. the one game I'm playing, um, hunting game, Hunter Call of the Wild, uh, like they're adding a feature that was super highly requested, um, which I'd never heard of being super highly requested on their Discord server, but it was all over their Reddit and Facebook. Everyone was begging them for this. Interesting. 
it was weird. It was like it hardly got mentioned at all on the Discord. That is interesting. And they're like, why are you doing this? Everyone who was on Discord, but then on Reddit and Facebook, I think it yeah, was. Facebook, everything. They're getting begged just, for yeah. it. Huh. So it was like, hey. That is interesting. I, and I think, well, I don't know what I think. I think probably the community is your biggest thing because you've got to appeal you can, to your human. Like you got to, yeah. exactly. Good I'm English. Angry. I Thank think you. just because. You're making at the end of the day. You're here to make. Money. You're making a product, whether or not that product is intended for your own. You know, I just wanted to make this because I wanted to make this, or if you're saying I wanted to make this because I want to eat tomorrow, you know, those are two different things. But at the end of the day, sure. you are making a product, and so if you are trying to eat tomorrow, I think that you can look at the game and say there are a lot of bugs with it. But these two bugs are the ones that people want fixed. So I'd say you prioritize yeah. those, and then you do creative stuff. So I think listening to community is the one thing that will keep your game alive, and then not pushing stuff on the community. Yeah, because exactly. that's how Apex has died. And, and you can... Well, it, it, it really hasn't died. Uh, no. I hate to tell you. it's The that numbers is. aren't doing well necessarily, but it's not. Yeah, it's far it's from not, dead. It's well, it's died bad. for us, which is what I was it, It's continuing. Yeah, it's still continuing yeah. to decline all in all. But yeah. It is dying, but we have we have let it yeah. off our playlist, right. so to Video speak. game and help. But yeah. that's the thing. You know, you can, you can update make updates that the people didn't ask for and that'll that'll keep food on your plate but you're really limiting the amount of food the the the, the longevity the amount, the of, amount of plate, plate that you can <laughs> i don't know that how to plate's well, gonna break in a couple months yeah. if you do that. well see that's the other thing too like that we were also talking about earlier rare has done such a great job listening to the community with sea of thieves and then making good content that mm. i have so i have it's a free it's not a free game see if these is actually a paid game but anything you Rather can buy after you've thing. after you've bought the game is just cosmetic it actually doesn't help you in game and mm. so it is the one game that i have actually spent real life money eight dollars or something on cosmetics eight. in a game eight doubloons eight, eight buckaroonies <laughs> It's such a good game that I enjoyed. I'm willing to spend more money on it because, and that's the other thing about Rare too, is they also pace their updates so that they have time exactly. for it to roll out well and not roll out as a disaster. And, and I mean, nothing has made me want to die of kidney failure on a ship, a rat infested ship in the middle of the ocean in a storm like that game. They're doing something right. They are doing something right. That's that's actually like you make they it make it sound attractive. That is that is one of the few games that I would be like if if you put me into that world for a day, I would I would Bro, have I'd go to that I'd, my life. I'd go to that one island and just hang out for the rest of the day. I know, but it would be but just like strange. because it's simple it's simple enough that you can just do stuff. You can sail easily without life. having a master's degree in ropes. On a tropical island, eating coconuts and fish, that you, you, you've, I'm sold. Exactly! I'm sold. Mongo! Onwards and forwards. Mongo, Mongo. yes. Mongo. 
Exactly. You got mangoes, you got bananas. You're not getting scurvy because you got mangoes, you got bananas. And well, that's you got not how that works, but yeah. Shut up, it is how it works. <laughs> you don't oh, but like, wouldn't that be so much fun? The warm water you can sail with. Oh, it would be. It would be fun. Great. I think it'd be fun. Like, what are the top three games you, if you got the chance to be in, what are the three games you want to be in? Oh. Sea of Thieves would be up there for me. Sea of Thieves is it's it's definitely top three. I'd, I'd probably, I probably I don't know. I'd have to think about this question. So I would put Sea of Thieves up there for sure. Uh I want a fantasy <laughs> game. I'd probably put I haven't played oh Ragnarok because I love the Nordic world. That would be freaking hot. I, I would Ragnarok. Be... I haven't watched much on it. Yeah, but I that, think it's I think I have to put it there just because it's such the world is just really cool. The world's really cool yeah. and I love Nordic stuff, so I'd put that up huh. there. The other thing I would have to think about that I don't know, I'm still thinking about this one, would be Elden Ring, because I haven't played it and I haven't watched a lot of footage. <laughs> Definitely would but not want to be in that world. <laughs> right, but I love the fantasy and the yeah. magic and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, Andrew's first pick. Wait, what'd you say? No, I didn't say nothing. I wasn't listening. I, I was going to say, nothing. Sean, that's where you end up at this point. You're going to devolve into a law player. No. Heck no, oh, no, nah, fam. Um, um, three like games. See, now all I can think of is Sea of Thieves. Um, obviously. Right. Uh, let's see. I mean, I think a fun one. A fun one would be, honestly, the world of Destiny. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, um, Halo. That would actually be super sick. Halo would be cool. There's, there's a lot of good options, I'm realizing. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think Sea of Thieves is probably my, my number one pick. I'd be so pretty aesthetic. It would be the lie. best experience, I think. Because the other ones are, are more cool, but they're also dangerous. I think yes, but Sea of Thieves would be fun. Like, the most fun I would have. Here's an unorthodox, like, one. Like, if you were to battle a Politopia. Interesting. You, you, don't, you don't see it. I don't. I don't see the vision there. You don't see going from you know such a simple basic game, but actually going down to the size of the character, you know, where it's yeah. not so simple and just a couple of blocks. Yeah, it could I'd, be. Fun. It's not top three for me, but it could be fun. Yeah, I'd put that in top fifty. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not. You don't have the same vision top here. That I no, I don't. <laughs> I probably <laughs> know fifty games. Slime Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a joke. Um, there's been a lot of silence after I've said these two. So, no, 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 it's all it's all in your imagination. No, we really about the Spider-Man ideas. games. The... No, because that's just like uh, they're not just get beat up all day. Yeah, that's yes, just, yeah, it's just Spider-Man. New York. <laughs> Why would I want to live in New York? You have to go to you get to go to New York and swing around like a Spider-Man without actually going to New York. See, you, you do have a great point there, but also counterpoint, I have to be in New York. Point that's man. true. That's that's I'd fair. That's not. legitimate. What's it what's our third what? pick, boys? We all have two. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. It RDR two. The Wild West thing. I think my third would have to be would have to be the Mario Galaxy games. There you get see that's that's another Another option. Like that's a simpler Dude, option. Those are those are uh oh, but just, it's not. So much but nostalgia, bro. It's so much, it's so childhood for me. Exactly. That nostalgia yeah. that you should 
I would love I would love being in that for a day. I would have an absolute heyday. Absolute ball. And, of see, a time. and here's the thing with, with the earlier too. Like, um the Wild West obviously wasn't as barbaric and wild as it was made out to be. Yeah. But in the game it would be. So, you know, you would still get to pretend. You'd cool. still get to pretend exactly. that it was. So then so Fair top point. three, I think, in order would be Sea of Thieves top one. I think two would be Mario Galaxy games, one and two. And then three would be God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I'm going to put Ragnarok at three, Sea of Thieves at two, and then Mario 2 at one. Honestly, okay. I don't really, I don't know. I don't you know. See, you need to figure this out, mate. I'm trying, I'm you trying to figure out. You've not played enough good story games. You need to either get um, oh, RDR 2 or God of I... War. You need if to get one of them. I had money. What's funny is that is the 2018 one in, or is it 20? It was 2018. Because okay. I thought it released the same year as RDR2 in one game of the year. And it was kind of a controversy of maybe we should have won it because they're both such powerhouses of games. We don't have enough of those anymore. Enough years where... We- we have multiple games that are good. We have like both one those games game had game. like massive budgets in so many years in development. Yeah, just wait till rocks. Wait till Rockstar decides to throw GTA Six out, dude. Yeah, we're gonna no, be gonna dead and gone by the time they're that still, happens. Bro. They're still making too much money on GTA. But it's there true. is rumors they're remastering the original Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which really? They said they weren't doing, but then more leaks, more newer leaks. Um, I it showed lied. that they were doing it. I think, if I recall correctly. So who knows what they're? Who knows what wrong stuff is actually happening? And yeah, like the two powerhouse games in the same year. Like well, that, that's not going to happen for another. No, uh, for another eight ever. years. Yeah, yeah, we we still have some time for that. But like you know, the, those games like. How many? I don't know how many years ago War had development. I, I know Red Dead did six, and a massive budget. But oh, God of War is is pretty pretty hefty what on the money. Yeah, it, it has a solid budget to work with. What's like a, one of the really pretty games that I played? But they spent five years on it too, so they're actually putting time into it. You know. And that's that shows that that that, that, oh. that helps. Shocker, I know, but interesting. They teased God of War Ragnarok at the end of 2018. Yeah, yeah. I I thought I had heard. So of that it. means it had already been in development before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, which it should have been. Yeah, because if I was told game, you wouldn't be in development because that's another four years right there. So yeah, crazy four years. Time's flying, man. Time does fly when you're having fun. But that's that's the other thing. Speaking of time flying and release dates, brother, brother Frozen came out. I know it came out ten so years ago. long ago. Ten years ago. You a big Frozen fan? I enjoyed the movie when it first came out. I haven't yeah, seen he's, it he's, in he's probably six years. Person. I think he's a big Frozen. I think he watches person. it every Wednesday night yep. after he releases this podcast. Hundred percent. Sits down on the sofa, as opposed to the floor. Who's the snowman thing guy? Olaf, I think. Olaf, yep, in his Olaf snuggie, um, and 
yeah. yeah. That, you're I, painting a terrible I see it. visual. I see it. No, I see it. I, I see, see, this is this is the reason. Steroids that gets his popcorn. Okay. Heck yeah. Oh, this is the reason that I'm very glad we're a small podcast because we don't have the fans that would instantly take to their art station and throw down, you know, a Good little luck art ever of... getting people to do that for a podcast. We people can, do. It's wild. It. For the bigger ones, we people can work on that. No, we should not work on that. I will just... waste money on stupid things if you tell me not to. Okay. That's true, you will. <laughs> I'm scared. You guys both know this. I don't I, want I'm a picture of problem. me in an Olaf suit taking steroids on the couch. I do. I just don't have money to pay for it. But it's what the viewers want. That's how you be a social media star. It's not about you anymore. That's okay? true. That's true. It's what the audience wants. Point. There we yeah. go. If we get if we get fifty views, not viewers. Why am I saying viewers? We, we don't view. You listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, if if we get fifty listen downloads on this episode. By the end of the year, then I will commission someone to draw that. Fifty oh, downloads. Let's maybe. get it. Let's get it. Let's, Let's not do it. let Everyone forget. Do it. We should. We should tell people to do it just so that I'll he personally has to. come to your house and Make scrub your out. showers uh, if you download. Oh, sick! Can I download this? <laughs> well, yes, you can. No, How can I do that? See, I'm also afraid of, of Dallas getting a hold of this because he will do the oh, same thing as you were doing. Heck yeah. He, he, will, he will come to your house and scrub your showers. And lick <laughs> your body. All right, would you guys like to put forth any other further questions for this particular episode? I think we're good. Check out God of War and Sea of Thieves and RDR2 if you haven't already. Brilliant games, all of them. And easy doing, you kind of play one of the those yeah or maybe i'll just download maybe i'll just get stray I, I it's good but it ain't that good yeah but it's got a cat and so on that note i believe we are going to end today's episode thank you all so much for, so listening. Much for watching oh dang it it's it's listening. it's listening andrew thank you though mm -hmm. we have updates again on Instagram at thinking noises uh, and then we will likely have more content up on the site at thinkingnoises.com later this week uh, we will see about that I do have a lot of schoolwork to get to so we're gonna see if we can get an update out this week but if not we'll have one coming out early next week Andrew is at easy Dylan Sean on, is everything. At, on everything Sean is Sean Bop on Instagram go give him a follow and I believe Sean also is doing another podcast. He's betraying us all. Back in camp. Back in camp. Yes, it's a hunting podcast, so, so completely different genres. So I'm not betraying anyone. Yes. So if you are interested in hunting and shooting things in a, in a very different uh, podcast, you make host, you sound so attractive. <laughs> go over and visit Back in Camps later this week, I believe. Yes, uh, and with that, uh, we will see you in the next one. Thank you all so much for listening and have a good night.